If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. It is Tuesday, February 9th, 2021. Good morning. I'm Chris Lawrence, and we're ready to get the day going. First, a look at the West Virginia weather forecast. There is snowfall in places today, particularly the northern panhandle, under a winter weather advisory until early this afternoon. But much of the rest of the state will be under a winter weather watch starting tomorrow morning, and that will stretch all the way into Friday. We'll get more on that forecast coming up. Right now, time to get up to date on what's happening across West Virginia this morning. At the Metro News Anchor Desk is Shauna Johnson. Shauna, good morning. Good morning. Walgreens is joining coronavirus vaccination efforts here in West Virginia. Going forward nearly two months into the national vaccine rollout, the company is due to receive 5,800 vaccine doses for administration every week in the Mountain State, adding to the more than 28,000 vaccine doses currently being allocated weekly here. Retired Major General James Hoyer, the director of the Joint Interagency Task Force for Vaccines, says Walgreens vaccinations will be handled in coordination with the state. Walgreens will receive lists based on the counties in which their stores are located. that will be coordinated across the interagency task force, the county effort, and then those doses go to Walgreens. Names for Walgreens are going to come from the Everbridge system, the centralized system for vaccine pre-registrations with priorities to start for people over the age of 65. Initially, Walgreens will be handling individual vaccine appointments. You can pre-register now at vaccinate.wv.gov. Pre-register online at vaccinate.wv.gov. State officials are asking all West Virginians over the age of 16 to pre-register. If you need help with the online pre-registration, you can call the state COVID-19 vaccine hotline at 1-833-734-0965, 1-833-734-0965. A second round of statewide community vaccination clinics for people over the age of 65 begins tomorrow. 
By Saturday, the goal is to hold such clinics for a second week in all 55 counties. Hampshire County's event is Thursday in Augusta. Hampshire County Health Department Administrator Stephanie Shoemaker says a lot of people want the shots. It's encouraging on one end to know that um, so many of Hampshire County residents want the vaccine um, and are very anxious to get the vaccine. So that is encouraging. It's unfortunate that we just don't have the supply at this time to to keep up with that demand. Appointment slots for the community clinics are being filled from existing wait lists. Next month marks one year since ordered shutdowns started in West Virginia in response to the coronavirus pandemic, part of an emergency declaration. Governor Jim Justice says that's the best way. The bottom line is it's worked. It's not only worked, it's worked unbelievable, you know, and and we have handled the economics of this state. We've handled the need from the cities to the counties to the small businesses. Lawmakers are expected to take up the reach of the emergency powers of governors during this year's regular legislative session, which opens tomorrow at noon at the state capitol. Brooke County State Senator Ryan Weld, a Republican, says balance is an issue. How can we improve upon the governor's powers? How can we put some more of those powers into uh, the legislature's hands just to kind of balance the power uh, that we see in our state government. Governor Justice delivers his fifth state of the state address in front of a joint session of the West Virginia legislature with limited guests tomorrow night in the House of Delegates chamber. Metro News will bring you that speech starting at 7 tomorrow night here on the Metro News Radio Network. You can also watch it on the Metro News channel at WVMetroNews.com. On Capitol Hill, U.S. Senators Joe Manchin and Shelley Moore Capito joined their U.S. Senate colleagues in sitting as jurors this week. We're the start of the second impeachment trial of now former President Donald Trump. He's accused of inciting the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, during which five people, including a U.S. Capitol police officer, died. Votes to confirm are in from Senators Manchin and Capito for the new U.S. Secretary of Veterans Affairs, Dennis McDonough a past chief of staff to former President Barack Obama. Senator Capito, meanwhile, is one of more than a dozen sponsors of the recently introduced Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act, written to ensure Title IX provisions in athletics treat sex as based on a person's reproductive biology and genetics at birth. If approved, it looks like Title IX funding could be pulled for athletic programs with transgender women. In a statement, Senator Capito says, and this is a quote, forcing girls and young women to compete against biological males robs them of their chance to succeed on an equal playing field. For a second year, three in-person spring and summer events from the State Department of Environmental Protection are canceled. The Make It Shine Earth Day celebration, the West Virginia Youth Environmental Day, and the State Junior Conservation Camp. DEP Communications Director Terry Fletcher says it's the best way. For our staff, as well as the uh, as well as the, all the kids involved and, and volunteers, we just, you know, still some uncertainty surrounding COVID-19 as far as, you know, the safety of everyone. So we just wanted to make sure that we kept everyone as safe as we could. Plans are in the works for a virtual junior conservation camp in Greenbrook County. Lewisburg's Chocolate Festival won't be happening this year. That festival is usually held in April. The northern panhandle seeing the most snow out of a line of snow showers pushing out of southeastern Ohio through the overnight hours. 
winter weather advisories from the National Weather Service for several inches of snow continue until 1 o'clock this afternoon in Marshall, Ohio, Brook and Hancock counties. All schools in Hancock County are closed today. All schools in Hancock County are closed. Schools in Marshall County are shifting to full remote instruction today. Running on two-hour delays are schools in Brook County. Tomorrow, a more widespread system with potential heavy ice and snow accumulations moves into the mountain state. Winter storm watches take effect tomorrow morning and continue into Friday morning for nearly 30 counties in central, eastern, and southern West Virginia. Thank you, Shauna. Coming up in our Metro News Backgrounder, we'll hear from the governor who says, yes, it is true, case numbers are on the decline and vaccinations are going up, but a word of caution from the governor. We'll hear that coming up in our Backgrounder. And then Kyle Wiggs will join us for sports as the Mountaineers prepare to take on Texas Tech, but the Baylor game continues to be a mystery when that one's going to be played. More on that still ahead. Hi, it's Tony Caridi, host of the CityNet Statewide Sports Line right here on Metro News. Join the Senator Brad Howe, Coach Greg Hunter, and myself as we discuss the day's biggest sports stories, talking with coaches, former players, and sports writers from all over the state and across the nation, bringing you the latest from the high schools, colleges, and the pro game. So don't miss the CityNet Statewide Sports Line weeknights at 6.06 here on the Metro News Radio Network and streaming live at WVMetroNews.com. Your source for what's happening in West Virginia is WVMetroNews.com. Get the latest statewide news, including COVID-19 updates, sports reports from WVU, Marshall, and your local high school team. Explore the great outdoors with Chris Lawrence. Read Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary and catch up on your favorite Metro News programs and podcasts. Stay informed anytime, anywhere at WVMetroNews.com. The most trusted news source in the Mountain State. Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Virginia. Kyle Wiggs will join us in a moment on sports, but right now in our backgrounder, Governor Jim Justice says West Virginians should be in a better mood these days about the coronavirus because active case numbers have decreased for three straight weeks. The governor says vaccinations are also on the rise, but in his Monday media briefing, the governor had a prediction and a word of caution that we hear in our backgrounder. I believe in the next very short period of time, we're going to have a situation to where we will have vaccine production that will enable us to do significantly more than we're doing right now and significantly more all across our country. Now let me shoot a shot across everybody's bow and just say just this. As you see the better numbers, as you see, absolutely, the, 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 from, from how, you know, our daily positivity rate and our, our, our cumulative positive rate and our graphs that are separating our active cases and recovered cases, and you see all of that, please, please understand it's time to smile. It's time to be a little happy, but it's not time to celebrate. We still got a long ways to go. This thing can turn around and whiplash on us. The variants are absolutely a concern, meaning the different strains of this that are spinning off. Absolutely, we've got to get our people vaccinated. By the more we get vaccinated, probably the lesser situation that we'll have. 
in regard to the variance, it is not time to celebrate West Virginia. Justice will deliver his State of the State address tomorrow night. Kyle Wiggs is at the sports desk this morning. Kyle, it was right before the world changed last year that the Mountaineers got the huge win over Baylor at the Coliseum. I don't know if Baylor's ever going to get a chance to avenge that. Well, two games scheduled next week. There was already one postponed. West Virginia was scheduled to play Baylor twice next week, Monday and Thursday. Those games have been postponed. In fact, Baylor's had its next three games postponed due to COVID-19 protocols. So the Mountaineers now have four games to make up, two with Baylor, one with Oklahoma State, one with TCU. In the meantime, the Mountaineers rank 14th. They're at number 7, Texas Tech, tonight. And then they'll uh, host... Oklahoma coming up on Saturday, so West Virginia does have two games scheduled before they take, uh, at least now, a scheduled week off with the Baylor games postponed. Thanks, Kyle. This afternoon, 3 to 6, join Dave Weekly for Metro News Hotline on Metro News Radio and streaming at WVMetroNews.com. Now for today's commentary. Here is the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kerchival. Chris, the defense team for former President Donald Trump has a job that is both easy and hard as the impeachment trial begins today in the United States Senate. The easy part is that the outcome is a foregone conclusion. The test vote on the impeachment came two weeks ago on Senator Rand Paul's motion to force a vote on the constitutionality of Trump's impeachment trial. The motion failed 55-45, with five Republicans joining the Democrats. All 45 votes questioning the constitutionality came from Republicans. That means it's going to be difficult, if not impossible, for Trump's prosecutors to get 17 Republicans to join all 50 Democrats to reach the threshold of two-thirds of the Senate to vote to convict. Republicans, even if they are appalled by the attack on the Capitol, have a convenient excuse by arguing the question of the constitutionality of putting a president on trial after he has left office. The more difficult challenge for the Trump defense team will be arguing that Trump did not incite the assault. There will be considerable parsing of Trump's language and seriously intoned lectures about the First Amendment, but the prosecution will have an overwhelming body of evidence putting Trump at the center of the insurrection because that's precisely where he was. Even before the election, Trump warned about the possibility of a stolen election. That rhetoric intensified following the vote, even after it became demonstrably clear the allegations were unsubstantiated. Trump called for the protest in Washington, for the very day that Congress was scheduled to certify the results. Big protest in D.C. on January 6th, he tweeted. Be there. We'll be wild. Representatives of Stop the Steal, the Proud Boys, QAnon followers, and other Trump backers responded by organizing support for the event. At the rally, several speakers before Trump inflamed the crowd. The president's eldest son, Don Jr., lashed out at Republicans who failed to get behind the movement. He said, if you're going to be a zero and not the hero, we're coming for you, and we're going to have a good time doing it. Rudy Giuliani, the president's personal attorney, predicted trial by combat. Then came President Trump. Yes, he did mention a peaceful demonstration once, but he used the word fight at least 16 times. He encouraged the crowd to fight like hell. You'll never take back our country with weakness, he said. You have to show strength. He told the crowd to fight much harder, to stop the steal, to take back the country. He said, if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Well, hundreds in the mob responded with an attack on the Capitol. At the very moment, the country's elected representatives were engaged in the peaceful transfer of power. They chanted, hang Mike Pence. 
One of the invaders told police he was there at the request of the president. Another said during a live stream, our president wants us here. The insurrectionists attacked Capitol Police, desecrated the Capitol, ransacked congressional offices, and forced members of Congress and their staffs to flee for their lives. Five people, including a Capitol Police officer, died. Dozens more were injured. The country was shaken to its core by the attack, not only on the building itself, that's the symbol of our democracy, but also on the very process that is essential to our republic. Trump watched the events unfold on live television and was slow to respond. At 1.49 p.m., after the insurrectionists had breached the Capitol perimeter, Trump tweeted his speech from the rally with the message, Our country has had enough. We will not take it anymore. And that's what this is about. You have to be strong. A half hour later, as rioters attacked police and Vice President Mike Pence had to be evacuated from the Senate floor, Trump tweeted, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution. As Utah Republican Senator Mitt Romney said in an interview last Sunday, if inciting insurrection isn't impeachable, what is? The Senate and the country this week will relive the horrific events of January 6th, complete with video of the attack and Trump's own words and deeds that lit the match of the political uprising intended to reverse the outcome of the election. No wonder most Republican senators want to question the constitutionality of the proceedings. Otherwise, if they wanted to let Trump off the hook, they would have to deny the uncomfortable truth of Trump's role in the insurrection. Chris? Thanks, Hop. Read Hoppy's commentary every weekday at WVMetroNews.com. Also, check out his show Metro News Talk Line there from 10 to noon each weekday. Now time for the day's forecast. There's moderate snow that will gradually taper off across most of uh, the neighboring Ohio region this morning, but light precipitation will persist across much of West Virginia at least the central counties, through at least early this afternoon. There's a gloomy midwinter day on top. Another system, though, is going to bring a return of wintry precipitation to much of West Virginia for tomorrow and Thursday. Accumulating snow and ice is expected in some places, much of the area of the system, and winter storm watches have been posted for nearly the entire state starting tomorrow morning. Additional snow showers are possible into the weekend along with a colder trend dropping temperatures all the way down into the teens and maybe even the single digits by Sunday. And now you're up to date. Have yourself a great day. For Hoppy Kirchival, Kyle Wiggs, and Shauna Johnson, I'm Chris Lawrence on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.